Welcome back to the Quantum Health Recipe Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rhett Kinney, and my co-host, the nutritionist, Darcy Jones. And we're talking about fitness, health, and we want to continue our conversation about the respiratory quotient. Um, I'd like to just start off by saying, you know, I kind of see these podcasts as each individual podcast as reading a book. And and I like to read, I, I, I try to read about two books a month. And, you know, one of the, I was actually telling Darcy earlier this morning, if I start five books at once or more, I, I don't finish any of them. I have to, I have to read individual books at, you know, at a time or just in order to be able to, to be uh, productive and efficient at reading my, getting through my, each book. I just focus on one at a time. And my encouragement for you, as far as the podcast go, goes, is try to, I mean, even just to introduce these concepts to you, to folks, it makes it worth tuning in. Learning one thing per podcast, like just like learning one thing, one or two things per book, makes it worth it, I think, makes it worth your time. This morning, we're talking about fitness, health, and respiratory, a formula called respiratory quotient. If you do, a, a, do me a favor and, and take out a pen and paper and write respiratory quotient equals CO2 divided by O2. CO2 meaning carbon dioxide divided by O2 meaning oxygen. And the point of the respiratory quotient, actually, it can be measured in a lab. And a lot of the, these um, high-performance athletes, Olympic athletes or whatever, will, um, will be tested. They'll, they'll, they'll have their respiratory quotients uh, figured out so that they can see how well they're burning fat for fuel. The respiratory quotient is indicative of how well you're burning fat for fuel. Okay, or how inefficiently you're burning fat for fuel, and that ties in with the quantum health recipe conversation and, and the conversation of, of health and fitness because it burning fat for fuel has a huge implication on your health long term. Not only not only long term, it's also you know it's also important for today how well you're burning fat for fuel. Burning fat for fuel can help get your mind out of the clouds, for example. It can help prevent chronic disease, for for example. It is, you know, it is a huge part of the solution to, uh, to keeping you healthy, keeping you feeling good for a long period of time. Yes, exercise has a big role to play. Um, so much so that we could say, you know, and, that, and that's why you really need to, the or you, uh, without a doubt, know that you would benefit from having a conversation with a, a professional or someone that's doing, you know, helping people with the, with their fitness about whether or not you're exercising properly. Because one of the things that you can do, and 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 certainly this is a this is a, a debate that that the, the exercise physiologists and, and scientists have been having for a long period of time, is it more worthwhile to um, to lift weights? Is it, do I need any cardio? Do I need only cardio? Um, obviously that's a, that's a, that's an ongoing debate, but what we have to look to, we we actually have to, uh, in order to to try to find the answer, we have to look to, towards the evidence. What do we know about, um, about health? What do we know about how the body works? Well, what I'll tell you is that, um, you don't have to look very far to know, number one, that fitness Fitness is a, a very important part of your health, long-term health, short-term health, 
uh, mental health, um, all that and all that. But uh, you can actually exercise in the wrong way. And if you are only doing sprint work, for example, I'm, I'm a big fan of sprint work. I love sprint work. But if you're only doing sprint work, you're going to make that respiratory quotient formula super, super high. And, and, the, and the reason for that is because you're going to produce a lot of CO2 and not much, much oxygen. Like I, I finished the, this, this idea in the last podcast with this oxygen debt that you create when you do like a 100-yard sprint. It makes that respiratory quotient really, really high. That is indicative of, of actually lowered fat burning potential. And what we're saying here is that the, the fat burning potential is a huge solution to things like chronic disease. So you actually want the formula, the respiratory quotient formula to be low. You want the oxygen consumption to be high, which makes the formula low. Obviously, the number's low. Um, and, um, and like I said, that's, uh, that's one thing that, that the, the exercise physiologists and the lab technicians look at to see how how efficient the the body systems of the metabolic systems of each athlete are working yes i mean this this could be why when i have you know and i won't mention any names but sat down with certain clients that are eating a high carbohydrate diet and only lifting heavy weights that they have way more co2 in their blood rather than oxygen which is causing them to suffer from metabolic syndrome so again, you know, Rhett and I are both on eating higher fat diets, but in, in I, I could show you in my own research that the, the people I sit down with eating a high glycemic diet usually have insulin resistance, high blood pressure, which are resulting in brain fog and a lot of cognitive disorders, anxiety, gut issues. So again, the this is more of a reason to to lower your carbohydrate intake and and probably eat more animals. But I know we talk about this often. It just it keeps it always it all correlates. You know, everything that, that Rhett and I are, are discussing discussing correlates back to nutrition. You know, um, so th- this 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 is what I I've seen in my own self and, and personal experience when you become intuitive, uh, when it comes to exercise, because like Rhett said, um, uh, there has been an argument for years uh, amongst weightlifters and runners. I'll just say that running's good. Weightlifting's bad. You know, it's a good mixture. Strength training is very important as we get older because we need muscle to protect our bones, to continue to pick things up. And I'll tell you right now, if you've ever cut down a tree and chopped wood, well, you need to be a little bit strong to do so. So, Lifting weights is, is, is very important in my opinion, but going on a good long run a few times a week may be very important also for better oxygen um, uptake or, or intake per se. Uh, do you agree, Rhett? Yeah, totally. And, you know, everyone everyone would benefit from both. Yes. Um, I think one of the – just to clarify from my perspective um, that – from, from what I've read, from what I've heard, from what I've learned, um, you know, you really have to look at these questions on an individual basis. So, for example, yes. I am not fit enough to, it would be ridiculously stupid for me to, to try, right now, to try to go run a marathon. It's just not a good time. In the same sense, uh, neither should I go to the weightlifting gym and try to squat 400 pounds. I'm not fit for that. I'm not 
ready for that. Could I get ready for that? I think I could train. Yeah. It would take some time. I could train and, and, and become that strong if I put in the work and put in the time. But some of the questions of what you should and shouldn't do from an exercise standpoint needs to be, they need to be uh, considered based on what you're doing, who you are, your own personal health status. So obviously, you know, just a blanket statement, everyone should lift weights might not be true, right? A blanket statement, everyone should, uh, should, uh, should go for a run or go for a walk might not be true, right? It might not be true for you. Um, but we, what we, what we can't say is that it's never going to be true. It, it just might not be true for today. It might, might not be, you know, you might not be fit or, or it might not be appropriate for you today to do something that, that just doesn't fit your own individual, uh, situation, but you can train in, in order to, you know, be able to, to, to lift weights or lift more weights or to go for longer runs or do, do sprint workouts, for example. And, and hear me, like I'm not, you know, a bit on, you know, a, a bit on my, my um, high horse there earlier uh, talking about um, sprint workout. I mean, hear me out. I, I love sprint workouts and, and I advocate for sprint workouts, but it, depending on your own personal situation, it might not be the best, you might benefit from, say, a longer, less stressful walk than yes. you would than you than you would from um, you know ten hundred meter dash sprints, for example. You you've got to we've got to think about these things individually, and we've got to think about these things on a per case basis, right? So it, you know, is lifting weights great? Yes, as as a general blanket statement, yes, it's great. So is cardio. There's much more to the story. Sometimes it just it, it sometimes answering that question is dependent on who you are, what you're doing, how fit you are, what you know, what you've got coming up, uh, where you've been. You know, you know, personal history is a big deal. You know, if you're you shouldn't be running, for example, if you're, um, you know, you just broke one of the one of the the tarsals in your feet or whatever. Um, and if you're, you know, let's say you let's say you broke you break one of the bones in your foot. And you're just going to mask the symptoms with painkillers and and go for a run. That would be ridiculous, it right? Be. That would not be smart. It would, and you so see that often. Sometimes we ha we have to think about. Well, in all cases, I would think, uh, and I would hope that you would consider, you know, who you are, who you are, and 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 what you're capable of um, at at one at any particular time. It it's not a reflect. It doesn't mean that you can't. You know, you can't prepare for the marathon. It doesn't mean that you can't prepare for the ninja competition. It doesn't mean that you can't prepare for the weightlifting competition if you want. But there might be a process in order to get you there um, and, and do it in a way that's not going to steal from your health and, and make you unhealthy like like my my, my uh, like the social influencer I was talking about, I think, in last my last the last podcast, you know, super fit, super fit individual that's having severe postpartum depression after pregnancy something's not right about that you know she might be fit but i don't know i don't feel comfortable calling her a healthy individual if she's going if she's experiencing um, extreme depression 
uh, like she says she's going through after her pregnancy. I know I know I know that that females go through it, but I don't it, it that doesn't mean that we can call it a normal natural thing for postpartum, right? It's major nutritional deficiencies usually. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you know, DHA helps, maca root, um, B vitamins. So it just would show me that she's deficient in many things. But man, Rhett's getting me fired up over here about all this. You know, I'm I'm thinking about when I, you know, I was a trainer, a personal trainer for years. And I think the worst thing we can do as personal trainers and coaches, again, is start new clients out with advanced techniques. Like, like Rhett said, there was some clients that I had that, that just needed to go on a long walk and maybe do beginner's yoga. Not saying that everyone knows how to do yoga. Not saying that they can't pick up lightweight dumbbells and do certain movements with them like curls, just normal functional movements. But the worst thing we can do as trainers is exhaust a new client's body that has never done a lot of physical activity. And that's why it's, it is all off individual basis because I see so much in the fitness world that a trainer that, say, is a uh, bodybuilder thinks everyone should do bodybuilding. Well, that's not the case, nor does your client – they may not want to do that. They may just want to get in shape, so why should they become a bodybuilder? So, you know, if you want to be a great trainer and a great coach, you need to learn many different avenues of different types of movement, whether it be um, strength training, um, calisthenic work, Yoga, in my opinion, if you can learn many, many different types of movement and, and mold them into, you know, your own ways of training people uh, from beginners um, to, to very advanced, you know, because again, we as trainers, yeah, we love getting those collegiate athletes in there because we could really um, show people what we're capable of. But at the same time, we all started somewhere. And we have to realize that they have to begin somewhere also. And and they should never be looked down upon for their abilities to be athletes. Because not everyone started out like like maybe Red or I from the time you're a kid, you were, you know, playing sports, lifting weights or whatever. So Yes, I, I got a little fired up there. I just That's I see good. it too often as personal trainers exhaust their mm-hmm. clients daily. And do you agree, Rhett, that we're not, and in this we're just talking about the the average Joe. In my opinion, we shouldn't exhaust our bodies in exercise to the point we want to go lay on the couch. That's ridiculous to me. Is it to you? I used to do that, but now I'm like, why would you do that? Because it ruins your day. Yeah, and you deplete your body. Yeah, you're going to disrupt uh, hormone profiles. You're going to disrupt. Uh, you know, uh, all kind of things in your body. You know, you're going to induce a, a, a cortisol response, which may or may not yes. be good for you, right? If you're, if you, if you struggle with with health, I mean, your decisions. I've always heard it said, um, ideas have consequences. You know, and 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 let's get one thing straight. Like that is the job of the trainer to help people understand where they're at and take them on a journey that's going to be a health that excuse me it's going to be healthy that's going to be um you know that's going to mitigate risk and keep people from uh, experiencing experiencing a lot of of um you know certainly you don't want to go backwards if you're going to if you're going to try to exercise but why do so many people why do so many people experience burnout when it comes to exercise why why i mean it's it's a classic 
sign or symptom of people exercising in the wrong way. I mean, you you know, we're, we're about to finish up 2020. 2021, if you set a new resolution to start to lose weight in 2021, I hope you do. I hope you do. But so many people are going to set those goals for 2021 and burn out by February yes. or March. They'll burn out. Why? Because they're not doing it. Pro- Excuse me. They're not doing it properly. I'm getting so worked up. I'm choking on my own spit. But yeah. <laughs> all that to say, I saw it for eight straight years. And you, you, you know, when I when I used to tell people you can't outrun the fork, I meant you can't outrun nutrition. And so everyone thinks it's work out as hard as you can, work out as hard as you can, and you can eat whatever you want, do whatever you want, and it doesn't. And, and like Rhett yeah. said, you burn out. I don't, I don't agree with that that whole philosophy because, you know, you're you're not going to last. You're not going to last. We 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 talk about fitness and, and health. We're we're we've got to not just focus on today, on tomorrow, on next week. We got to focus on next year. We got to focus. Where are you going to? Where is this decision to start working out going to take you five five years from now? 10 years from now, are you going to still be working out or not? You know? So I think that's a, a, a legitimate question that we need to ask and consider when we, when we start talking about, when we consider people's goals, what are your goals? Where do you want to be in 10 years? Where do you want to be in five years? I can, I'm, I'm telling you this whole, this whole idea of respiratory quotient, burning fat for fuel in improving your oxygen consumption <clears throat> capabilities is tied to, mitigating chronic disease, making sure that you don't burn out. And, and I can point to, to plenty of resources to, to help you with that. And I'll, I'll do that at some point, but we'll, we'll, we'll sort of save the rest of it for another conversation. I really like uh, what Darcy said um, about this whole idea of moving his medicine. I want to leave you with this idea that perspective is a summation of attitude and knowledge. And by tuning in today, you're, you're increasing, you know, hopefully you're, you're inspired and, and we're, we're helping you to, to maintain a, or, or find a, a, a great attitude when it comes to your own health. Um, but also my hope and, and Darcy's hope is that, is that we're helping you improve or increase in knowledge so you can use this knowledge to gain perspective. And that perspective can mean a totally different life because yes. it, it, it can change the way you think of things. It can, t- it, it can change the way that you respond to um, to feeling like you should or shouldn't work out today, or you should or should do this, that, and the other perspective is where it's at. And so we're, 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 uh, we're hoping to, I know that's, that's one of the things that in my, my life has been, um, so significant. I'm, I'm always, I'm after truth. I'm looking for tr- what is and isn't true in order to gain perspective so that I can make better decisions with my life. That I think is the pinnacle of, of what this podcast is all about. We're trying to help you understand health your you know healthy lifestyle choices so that you can so that it can influence you so that so that you can make better decisions decisions and choices and and live a healthy life so anyways just want to say thank you for tuning in um feel free to reach out to us we love to interact with with people so if you have questions about your own health your own your own fitness um you know both darcy and i are qualified to talk to you about these things and, uh, and we'd love to be able to do that. So reach out to us if you have questions. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Yes, we do.